Sam Pamphlon. Tom McCall. How are you? I'm all right. Shall we? Let's do it. This week's Castaway hails all the way from Washington, D.C. and is a man of many talents. Having originally been signed up to Food Tube by Jamie Oliver, he now presents his weekly show on the DJ Barbecue channel. He's probably best known and respected as the presenter of his Channel 5's television series, Rad. Is that said right? Yeah, Brad, man. We Brad. won the channel the very first BAFTA. I, I was about to inform. Sorry. <laughs> um, and also, Rad the Grom's Tour. Yeah. Which one, yourself and Channel 5? I was on really? the same table as Peppa Pig yeah. producers. Ooh. And we both won Channel 5, their very first BAFTAs that evening Bad at the Park Lane Hilton. I got so excited, I impregnated my ex-wife with our third child. Hey! <laughs> and then nine months later, we had a fight. I smoked a, I smoked something, a funny smelling cigarette, and I and I delivered said child on our living room floor. Whoa! Yeah, with 999 on the phone telling me how to do it. That is a That's tale. Cool. Yeah, can we cut that bit out about me, me smoking uh, funny smelling cigarettes? I'm Actually, sure don't worry can. about it. I don't give a shit. Fair dues. <laughs> no, it's not like they're illegal. No. They're, they're not, They're just right? funny smelling cigarettes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. the fake ones you use on stage. They smell a clove. <laughs> yeah. A clove. <laughs> and you've got that bath in your loo, haven't you? It was, but um, I moved house and now it's in the kitchen. Nice. Good <laughs> yeah, it's spot. not on the mantelpiece. Okay. Yeah, okay. Macho Man Randy Savage is on the mantelpiece. Of course with, he is. With one of the original uh, Discmans. I knew we had a, a common WWF balance in our, in our chi. Don't you even get me started. You know, I was in a charity shop in some village out in Oxfordshire, right? There was a three-foot Hulk Hogan, Hulkamania. I said to the missus... A real one? A, a real or, one. Or a doll one? A doll. It's not actually a dwarf Hulk Hogan. It's a like dwarf that. Hulk. <laughs> You're coming with me, Hulk. No. But, um, I, I think you're mistaken, sir. Come with <laughs> no, me, no. Hogan. So we, he now sits in our house. You bought him? Yeah, I got him three pounds. What? And he puts his arm out and we rest the guitar on him. Lovely. Anyway, we we're still doing interest. We are. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay. Um, I love okay. wrestling. Yes. So this week's Castaway, his career in radio is no less impressive than his BAFTA award-winning TV career. His Kerrang! radio evening show amassed a huge fan base, and his time at the station saw Kerrang! win Station of the Year not once, but twice. That's right. Yep. How'd you find all this stuff out? Well... Is it on my profile? It's on my, my Wikipedia, because I'm a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way I could get a Wikipedia page, is by posting all your achievements. <laughs> His uh, experience <laughs> in radio broadcasting dates back to his first stint on air at London's XFM, and he's a regular DJ and host at major events such as Bestival, Ibiza Rocks Hotel, Tea in the Park, Reading Festival, V Festival, Download, and Sonosphere. Well, that was kind of when I was doing just music. Now that I'm doing food, I do festivals where there's kids. You're doing Bestival, aren't you, this summer? I am going to do Bestival. I have said yes. I don't like doing festivals where everybody's on drugs. Yeah, yeah. No one cares about a 21-hour slow and low smoked pulled pork sandwich. No, no, because the idea of putting that in your mouth is the worst possible <laughs> they just thing want, in the world. They just want chips. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in that yes. condition and someone says, would you like some pulled pork? I would probably yeah. rather pull my tongue out That's it. and so, waggle it out of them going. <laughs> so I've DJed basketball for years and I've done loads of uh, stuff with Sam because they wanted like an actor comedian and they got an actor. Um, and uh, I'm just kidding. You're a very oh, funny guy, but looks aren't everything. So yeah, I, I'm going to go back to Bestival because uh, they've told me who's who's headlining. I can't say the main <gasps> oh, headline yet. Lord. They've got a lot of good headliners, but there's, I think they're saving one. Okay. So I can't really say right. yet, but okay. that's why I said yes. I hope it's five. Dude, Slam Dunk the Funk is one of my go-to <laughs> songs. That's how I met Jamie Oliver. So I was doing my mate's wedding. What are the wedding. chances that five would be the inlet? 
<laughs> yeah, live, man. Dude, I don't care what you say. Slam Dunk the Funk is a fucking good song, man. <laughs> it is. Slam Dunk the we Funk. Were, we were talking about it the other day, and we were saying that, that uh, there's that the big guy was the rapper who was really wide. Yeah, like, the I'm the rapper, rapper. Did we, did we figure out what his name was? Was that Jay? He was no. Jay, I think. And then there's a there's an abs, there's abs, there's abs yeah. and then there's the pretty boy makeup man, Rich, and there's that guy that looks, looks like, like an onion. onion. There's a guy that's like an onion. Yeah, onion they guy. They need to come back, man. I don't want to see five. I don't want to see solo projects. I don't want five again. Why do five keep coming up in our podcast? I don't know. Because it's a good song. Five, uh, that it is. Anyway, should we finish off this interview? Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> well, luckily, on the, on, the, on the page, it will say who we're interviewing this week. Yes. And who's coming. So he's our castaway. Okay. So, so, you can, so if not, look at your phone. Okay. That's how it is. But we should still in, introduce him because... This is just fucking polite. Yeah. Um, so our castaway. Who oh, is it? Oh, God only <laughs> Who knows. Who is it? Oh, gosh. I wonder if it's a man or a woman. <laughs> yeah. His reputation <laughs> as a respected music broadcaster is equaled by his expertise and love of free sports. He has hosted Freeze on Channel 4, Red Bull X Fighters on Dave, the London Boat Show, and the Ski and Snowboard Show, just to name a few. This week's castaway's talents also extend to the world of gaming. This is sickening. Absolutely sickening your range of talents. He's a polymath. I did three games, man. Uh, Dirt 2, Dirt 3, Dirt Showdown, Soundtrack, and Main Voice Actor. And weren't, weren't you one when of Lucy the... Griffiths from True Blood. I didn't pay attention to anything. I stared at Lucy doing her lines, man. Oh, it was awesome. She's, <laughs> she's the one that was going out with that Scars Car guy, and they were like, oh, no, yeah. True. Yeah, it's when yeah. True Blood went shit, you know. Fair. Anyway, keep going. Um, <laughs> as if this wasn't sickening enough, our castaway went on to star in his first feature film, Chalet Girl. <laughs> Alongside legends such as Bill Nye and Brooke Shields. This week's castaway <laughs> is, of course, Christian Stevenson, aka the DJ Barbecue. Hello. Woo! Oh, no one's ever put a the in front of the, the DJ. Well, you barbecue. are the DJ. You Whatever are. you're DJing, you're the, the it's DJ. The, the, it's Catertainment, man. No, no. I put two in the. I saw a hole in the market. I was DJing with the boy Sam and doing a bit of a entertainment, and I was cooking, you know, barbecue. And I thought, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to create it. a whole area at a festival where people can either come for the music or the food and they save for that other thing and then they don't leave. Yeah. Destinations. So you see, the thing is, you've really made that work. But to me, that sounds like the kind of idea I would have and everyone would tell me I was being stupid. Everybody told me I was stupid and everybody keeps saying to me this day, No, because I'm you DJing kept, you kept and serving sandwiches. <laughs> you're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, I've got a friend who is um, one of those people, everyone knows one, who has a different like different dream and a different job. My friend Grant, and he's an amazing guy, and he works with like, promotions and does stuff. And then one day he just turned around and went, I'm getting a burger van. <laughs> and he got a burger van, and I think he's still got it somewhere. Yeah. But he's not the burger van guy anymore. <laughs> he has those like, he's like, that is what I'm doing. That is it. That's expensive to just go and yeah, buy a, a burger van truck, you know what I mean? Yeah. It ain't, There's some overhead. The catering sucks. It's hard work. Yeah. You so know? how do you make it work then? Like how does it? Because because you're actually working like a rest. It's like you're a restaurant, or is the food part of the show? The food is part of the show. My right hand man is a guy called T Bone Chops. That's the T greatest name I've ever heard. Chris, I'd love it if he was a vegan. Love it. <laughs> Chris Taylor. No, he ain't a vegan, man. He turned up with a four rib this big yesterday mm. for my birthday. Mm. And uh, his mother was Karen Taylor on Ready Steady Cook, no great way. British menu, Master Chef. So he is the guy behind the scenes on Master Chef does does all the work. So one of the smartest yeah. men going. Plus, he got his degree in engineering. So he built this crazy spit with a layer over oh. winch system mm. that we put a whole leg of cow on. It's mm. called the top bit. We even put yeah, the rump on. Yeah, I saw that. And we just like it's a leg. It's of a, a leg, cow. leg of cow. We, and we 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 do true roast beef. What what do the French call you guys? Roast beef. There we go. So I thought I'd bring back true roast beef. You put beef in an oven and you call that roast beef. 
Screw you. That's baked beef. Do you want baked beef? <laughs> Fuck no. You're not vegan, are you? Mate. Okay, good. There you are. Oh, you God, want... that sounds so horrible. You don't? Exactly. Baked beef. Yeah. I don't want baked beef. No one wants baked beef. It sounds like baked beans. I barely want baked chicken, but baked beef Oy. sounds anemic. It does. You wanted to get licked and kissed by fire. Oh, so we do yeah. that, our big smoker, and then uh, and then I hooked up a reno. And they built me this crazy food truck called Truck Norris, and we've got speakers that come out it's on hydraulics, and uh, we just kind of part, you know. DJ. How does that work? Do they sort of go? Do you go to them and say, "Can you build me a, a truck which incorporates both music and the ability to roast a quarter of an entire cow at one go?" That's what I you would think. I was actually they built two vans for Jamie Oliver, and Jamie can't go to everything, so they would just send me. Hey, Christian, yeah. you want to go to South by Southwest? Why, sure. Yeah, Christian, <laughs> you want to go to Athens for a YouTube conference? Jamie can't go. Sure. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll do these things yeah. for Jamie, and yeah, then yeah. they go, "Oh, Reno's having a you know early summer." cookout for all their employees you want to go to that sure oh <laughs> anyway I go there and I'm the, the van's ready with my demo and I'm going to get some food and I'm getting barbecue with the, their caterers and I'm in this queue of people and this guy taps me on the shoulder and he goes what do you think about the the, the, the food tube truck over there that Reno did for Jamie Oliver and I go oh it's great man you know it's we've got hot water did he really sound like someone from Fargo America yeah, yeah. <laughs> North oh, American sounds fucking yeah I wasn't, I wasn't from <laughs> From the Renault, too. Right? <laughs> I love a good South Dakota accent. That's where my dad's side of the family's from. Oh, is it? That's where I learned my barbecue, is Fargo country. So it's funny you said that. So I go to the guy, I go, um, yeah, it's great. I go, listen, but don't tell anybody from Renault, even though everybody there was from Renault. Yeah. I'm going to steal it today because I really need a food truck. You know, <laughs> just keep it on the hush. I'm going to nick it. And he goes, well, don't steal one, I'll build you one. Hi, I'm Cameron Ramirez, CEO of Renault Europe. <laughs> and I go, sir, don't make me cry. Yeah. And he goes, no, seriously. He goes, I'm going to shake your hand. I shook Jamie Oliver's hand a year and a half ago, and I built him two trucks. I'm going to shake your hand now, and I'm going to build you a truck. And I go, I don't want, I don't want a truck. You were saying earlier, yeah, yeah. I want a truck that you know makes sound and you know shakes. It's like a, it's like a pimp my ride for someone who's mentally insane. Pimp my food truck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm gonna, we're racing truck. them at Speed Machine, so. Silverstone is going to host the World Rally Cross Festival on the end of May, and they want to race food trucks. Will people be cooking whilst it's racing? So I yeah. did a video. the guy in the fish and chip truck. <laughs> 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 That's the worst idea ever, yeah, but the best you? idea. It's the yeah. greatest idea. We drove past one. We drove past fish and chip trucks trying to cook fish and chips. I was in Milton Keynes on Tuesday. We drove past, and Steve, my, my uh, friend, said, That's a, That's a fish and chip truck. I don't, I've never seen a fish and chip truck in my entire life. I see it when every Tuesday at my old house next to the skate park I built. Really? And they do the best fish and chips I've ever had. Really? But I always worry about the oil splashing around. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that works. It's not, it's... it's I think they might stop and then cook the fish and chips. Probably not on the move. You're always thinking, dude. That's what I do. That's, this that's is why his, you're so dangerous. Yeah, but you'd have, have to, you all the you'd have stuff, to empty, right, you'd have to empty <laughs> the fryers. You couldn't just like... Put the top on the fryer, then drive off because it would splash out. Yeah. Yeah. Or you, you could power your vehicle with biofuel. Well, now we're talking. Oh yeah, I suppose if you knew the CEO of Renault, you could do. Hang on <laughs> a minute, I want you to build me a fish and chip truck that <laughs> so, runs on oil. So he offered you a truck, and you said no. I want you to build me a food music truck. Yeah, a catertainment truck. A catertainment. Yeah, and you'd have the best. And What's it did. called? You joining up words. You're very good at joining Malapropriisms, words. like, you know, I wouldn't, oh no, I, I do I do phrases that are wrong, like, uh, 
the world's your lobster. Yeah. I wouldn't eat that with a ten foot barge pole. Just trying to get two things together. <laughs> yeah. That are, that are they wrong. sound right. Yeah. yeah but I do do lo- a yeah. rad rad donculus, rad yeah, yeah. donculus. Even though donculus isn't really a real word, but I, you know, I do yeah. try to make up words. And it's funny. Um, I'm not trying to plug the book, but there's a plug away. I was um, so I've I got a new book coming out in April called uh, Fire Food. And during all the festivals this summer, during the weekdays, so you're, you're there from like a Thursday to like a Monday, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm writing the book or developing recipes. And you get a bit tired, and you, you know, you're drinking beers, and, and I wrote a red herring of a, of a title. So this recipe is called Smoky Tangy Cheesy Meatball-y Sub Sandwich from Smoky Cheeseballville. <laughs> they actually left it in there. We love it. We love it. You this, like I that. saw this. I saw this recipe a minute ago, and I was like, I want oh. to have that. Oh, that looks good. Because I, I, there's cheese coming out of that meatball. Oh, stop! And then I put because, more cheese I, uh, on it. Because I, uh, where do you get a meat, decent meatball sandwich? You can't go to Subway and get a decent meatball no, sandwich because that no. is that's tinned meatballs. We stayed in a, a place recently, and it was next to a Subway, and the entire hotel smelled. It's like someone had just mixed sugar and semen and spread it on bread. It was horrible. That is the Subway smell. <laughs> I'll take it. Wow. All sugar and bread and... <laughs> depends what you're doing, really, at the time. What the third thing is. <laughs> sugar and semen. And all things nice. I don't know, is it a song? Subway should be listening yeah. right now. Mm. I'm sure yeah, they hopefully are. not suing. That's how that guy lost all the weight from eating Subway. He's like, this tastes like cum. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, shall we... Um, should we move on to our, our opening crisp gambit? Let's crack Christian. a bag. Let's crack a bag. So, Christian. Yeah. First of all, welcome to the island. Yeah. Mm. It's um, you got a beautiful place here. East Croydon. You. I didn't think it could be that lovely. Well, you say yeah. East Croydon, but yeah. it's obviously a tropical island that you're yeah. sat in. Oh, and sorry. Beach sorry. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want. It's definitely not East Croydon. <laughs> put in uh, some seagulls. Put in some seagulls. Put yeah. some seagulls in. Put, okay. some, put a bit of shore washing. Get a seal in there. For freshness. For freshness. <laughs> We've got seal for freshness. That's her name. Seal for freshness. Yeah. <laughs> she's a beaut. You said that, and I've just remembered why she's called for freshness. <laughs> why would she? Yeah, Seal what? for freshness. <laughs> I'd forgotten why. Uh, I was like, why have we got this like Southern Belle seal hanging on? <laughs> Hello, I'm for freshness. <laughs> Who, why is that there? Anyway, so let's <clears throat> get on with the first bag. What's it going to be? Doesn't have to be in order of importance. Okay, um, we're going to go with uh, McCoy's, because that's. I, I just want that that tang. Of yes. the vinegar. What flavor is it? Salt and vinegar ridges mm. McCoy's. Oh my okay. goodness. Let's open a couple up. These are popular, man. Dude, this is easily one of my favorite crisps. Yeah. Have we someone put this put this before? No. 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 We've had similar. No. Oh yeah, we've had the flame steak McCoy's come in. Roast beef for flaming steak. They're good. Here we go. So these are great. I, I always feel weird with the ones that are flavored like that because I just think there's lots of MSG in there, which is okay. They mm-hmm. are there are in the in the McCoys there is MSG. Yeah, and what's well, the best episode of Seinfeld when they're ordering Chinese food and Kramer's behind them extra MSG? Like, he wants extra <laughs> MSG. Yeah, yeah. I want it to be tasty. <laughs> A friend of mine, uh, Tim Warwood, who was hosting the Olympics. Right. I think his uncle Ron. He always has stories about stories about Uncle Ron. Is a inspects potato crisp factories uh, for cleanliness, and he has the hygiene ratings. And he, he said Walker's phenomenal. Like, you know, you could eat off anything in there. But he goes, McCoy's, they're lucky that they're still in business. And, and then when and I always, when I bite into them, I always get these kind of gritty bits. And I don't know if it's just the salt or some sand or just fingernails. You know, yeah. Just some hay nosity. Yeah. <laughs> 
pure hainacity. <laughs> pure hainacity. Yeah, because it's but like... But good at hainacity. Oh, that's the straight. thing, though. It's like a kebab in a way, isn't it? You go, like, I don't want to know how mm. bad it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Just put it in my mouth. You always know when you get the kebab how drunk you are. Because if you're not that drunk, you're like, could you could you really, really grill it? Yeah. <laughs> could I have it really, like, really crispy? Oh, no, not that bit. Not yeah, that no, bit. no, just push it, make <laughs> yeah. it go next to the fire. Yeah. And then when you're drunk and the guy's just, like, getting out of that paddling pool, you're like, yeah. oh, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I love those bits. While. I think the last kebab I had was with you in Birmingham. Oh, God, didn't it? Yeah, I, I don't think I've had one since. I think my last kebab was with you, Sam. <laughs> I am noticing a pattern, though. What's that? We got chicken last night. Dirty, mm, dirty absolutely. chicken. Where'd you get dirty chicken? From the Morley's. Morley's rules, dude! <laughs> Don't ever diss the Morley's. Have you seen the new Nike ad? They got Morley's in there. Yeah, yeah that is one. sick. It depends on the Morley's. Well, the, the wings aren't crispy. The wings are just like... <laughs> Thornton Heath got, what, 4.3 in uh, Chicken Connoisseur, and the uh, one in Sydney is pretty solid, yeah. He rates uh, the one in Thornton Heath. Oh shit, I might check it out. Yeah. Check it out. What are we talking about? Smallies. <laughs> yeah, I had a burger. It's the I'd, best, man. I had a burger last night called. You know what it says on the sign? It's the best. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it, it just it says, just tastes better. Just tastes better. There's two signs. Yeah. There's two, uh, well, listen. there's a couple. The good thing about Southeast London, it's like a microcosm of capitalism, is that other people try to rip off Morley's. <laughs> Morley's, a brand that no one outside of Crystal Southeast Palace. Southeast London knows it. No one knows. ripping it off. No one, yeah, so there's a place, there's a place near me called Marley. Yeah, and he goes, tastes real good. I don't know that. And, you, and the people are going in there going, they changed that's not their tagline. And it's not Morley's. My yeah. kids are first on it. That's not a Morley's dad. They've they've kept the old sign. They put a new sign on there. Um, like anyway. I love it. Now in Bristol, they've got a place which when I lived in Bristol, when I grew up there. I thought was nationwide, just in Bristol. But it's fucking brilliant, Miss Millie's. So Miss anyone listening in Bristol, Miss Millie's. Fair dues. We got a KCF by Argaff. Kentucky chicken fried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, I thought their answer uh, to the debacle when they didn't have any chicken was pretty damn good. That they, was good. The K, the F, uh, FCK, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, FCK. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, there we go. A little self-deprecating. Yeah, we hold our hands yeah. up. We fucked up. Yeah. Someone like there's a guy that woke up one morning and was like, I got this. Did I order the chicken? Oh, you're fucking joking. <laughs> I didn't order the 16 million metric tons of chicken. The one-legged no, chicken. And he's looking at his hand, he's like, ah, oh, yeah, it rubbed off a bit. It rubbed off a bit. But do you um, hear the guy that made 400 quid in one day? He had a buddy working at a, a, one of the only KFCs that had chicken, and he bought four bargain buckets off his buddy, you know, for a tenner each, and then put them on eBay, or no, put them on Facebook. Like 100 quid. 100 quid a pop. And he, Get out. Because they were selling everything. He was like, one guy sold a, a little a bucket of, a little, like, Container full of the gravy for twenty squid. <laughs> That's good gravy. That's it is good gravy. I mean, it's not good gravy. It works. It works. <laughs> yeah. So this must have all been cold as well, right? Mm, and you can heat yeah. it up like some chicken. You can heat up. You pay a hundred pounds for. They were throwing money at him. He had no problem. People had no problem giving him a hundred quid for chicken. They, oh, those they people go to Morley's. They need to, to reevaluate things, man. Morley's is fine. How does yeah. it get to the point where you're like, I just got to have that. I gotta have that. Chicken. I gotta have the sweet. I bet you Trump could have come over and helped us because that's something he understands. He knows KFC. The one crisis he can help with is our chicken crisis. <laughs> yeah. You see him throwing buckets of chicken at us, no. you know, like basketball style in Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs> I got this. Yeah. I got you. I understand your pain. Boneless box. Whoa. Oh, thank you. I used to work with this um, South African guy. He spoke Afrikaans. Oh, God. And, he, yes, God. and we went for KFC, and he got himself a bargain bucket. And he was on the phone to his missus, speaking in Afrikaans. 
I'm gonna be terribly. It's okay. I he was racist, white. but <laughs> he was going. He was going. Talking in his ethnic country. <laughs> 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 Couldn't understand what he was saying until he went. <laughs> fucking bargain, bucket. <laughs> KFC. It, it transcends, transcends all language. People. Yes. Yeah. Call, call KFC and taxi. And there, was, there wasn't any fat on him. He was just a big guy. He was a lump. He was, a he was like boy. a traditional big person in the sense that, like, he didn't. He wasn't working out. He wasn't like muscles sticking out everywhere. He was just a big square shape. Mm. Right. A, you know, a brick shit house. A, a brick wall. shit. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah a wall. So okay. yeah, this is a great choice. This is a great choice. Solid. Uh, a reliable choice. Thank you. You'll never get a bad, ba- a bad pack of them. I no, say. I don't think I've ever well, had one. It depends on how their inspections go. And yeah, yeah. Clean. I mean, sometimes there's a mouse in it. Yeah, a little bit yeah. gritty. Yeah. I'll, I'll forgive a mouse so long as there's a good flavour coverage. Yeah. If the mouse is dusted evenly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'll take it. Are good. Yeah. Get some more bits. There's one more, and then we'll. Uh, um, Move yeah, on to our I've got no, choice. I've got no qualms with this. I love salt and vinegar crisps. Mm. McCoy's, I grew into them. I used to think they weren't as good as others, but you like them in the fridge, don't you? Uh, Do you make your crisps cold? For some reason, it makes the salt and vinegar pop. Trust, right. believe, church. He's not lying. What's your favorite crisp, Sam? Right now, this one. I would actually say something Jet I'm really hankering for. <laughs> McCoy's have brought out a new salt and vinegar. Now these are cut from potato, right? But they've got a new salt and vinegar ridge crisp, which is cut from uh, reconstituted potato. So it's like a frisp, if you remember frisps. Mm. And they are... I don't know what It's McCoy's are. Chip Shop Salt and Vinegar. And they are off the hook. Okay. Amazing. It's called a frisp? No. It's called a McCoy's Chip Shop Salt and Vinegar. Chips, salt, salt You can only vinegar. get me multi-packs and okay. big bags. All right. But if you get a big bag, they're going down. Let's get them in. Thanks, thanks for that. That's all right. Man. What about okay. you, dude? Well, we actually did an episode where we picked our three... My three were scampi fries, okay, T-bone steak roysters, Ooh. and what was my other one? Space, Space Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. Space Raiders. Mm-hmm. Remember them? Nope. I'm no. not from here. <laughs> they used to be 10 p a pack. Little wow. pickled onion numbers. Yeah. They're now really 20 good. p a pack, which is a travesty. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Like, you recognize them? Some guy at Meatopia did a burger and he crunched up them in there. <gasps> oh. I did that with Frazzles. Oh. <laughs> They're vegan Frazzles. They are. The bacon flavored Frazzles yeah. are vegan. Really? Yeah. That's that'd right. be great. That'd be a way of keeping the bacon flavor, but without losing the crispiness. Woo. Brilliant. <laughs> there it is. Talking of bacon. I have to bring this up. I saw your quad burger on. Then uh, I forgot to put the bacon in. You did, but <laughs> still, this like you're trying to kill people, man. Yeah. <laughs> this thing was this big. That did did you like? No, I mean it? I I went for it, but it's it, it's a bit big. Once I got the bacon back in after I built it, it looked gorgeous. You know, yeah, all the yeah. cheese dripping down. I had two oh, cheeses between each patty. Multi cheese. And then I'm like, and I made this gorgeous bacon. Forgot to put it in. <laughs> oh, I went back and did it later. Anyway, I fed my family for a week with that burger. Really? Well, I just do that it. night and the next morning. Yeah, you could turn it into a spaghetti bolognese. There we go. There you go. Easy a beautiful, bag bowl. beautiful thing. Well, I've got a good. I got a barbecue spag bowl in there. Do where you? I smoke the the chuck shoulder. Lovely. And then mince it up. Yes. And then make the bowl, the bolognese sauce with that. Brilliant. Oh, with some smoke, oh, uh, double smoked garlic. Oh, make make well, that for me. Well, come over. I, I will. You're my neighbor, man. Come Go over on. and I'll cook for you. you my whole backyard is just covered in cookers, man. You're gonna regret saying that. Hmm. I don't regret nothing, man. Where are we going with number two then, Christian? This is 
When I go to the, the, the petrol stations, or as we call them, gas stations in America, over it's here... It's not gas, though, is it? Cause it's a liquid. <laughs> we call it gas. Uh, I do call it petrol now. <laughs> There's two crisps I always go for, but they're always a bit overpriced in the petrol stations. Like so, These things, these these McCoys go, can go for like a pound nine? It's ridiculous. I think it's just too much. I mean, yeah. buying... Um, man should avoid the petrol station when for it comes crisps. to crisps. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't help it, man. And man don't ever buy them in WH Smith, either. Mm. Yeah, like, you know, when you, when someone said you buy a bottle of water and it costs you like, £2.50 and they're like well if you buy a Daily Telegraph you're like I'm not fucking buying a Daily Telegraph <laughs> would you like a giant mini meal or a giant dairy meal it's like what I came in for gum yeah I wanted <laughs> gum and that's overpriced it's a pound fuck WH Smith I fucking hate those guys <laughs> okay <laughs> Just got an email from WH Smith today. They were interested in sponsoring the podcast. No, oh, no. Love WH Smith. They're, they're so the great. Village. I love that. Oh, they've got so many magazines. Yes. They're so fairly priced. Yeah, magazines. yeah. I bought some headphones from there once. Did you? And were they yeah. good headphones? You're still using them, aren't you? They got eaten by one of my children. <laughs> oh, your kids? You, they're that hungry that they eat. They like putting the headphones on and then making the leads not go to the. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're dicks. You know okay, what I mean? Right. So what we got coming? To uh, poo. Um, so my favorite crisp, I think, in the world is this one. It's the kettle chips. Uh, is it cracked black peppercorn? We got it. Sea um, salt and black peppercorn. This is it for me because I love I love pepper. Freshly cracked pepper can have a little tiny hit of spice. And oh no! I like how you bought three packs of the McCoys for these us. These are expensive. But, but you only they're... bought two of these to split between Mate, four. Mate, I almost bought just one because I know what the sentiment was going to be after we started eating them. Oh, Do you know what, Christian? I, I was really getting to like you for a while there. <laughs> and then you pull out the posh crisps. I'm so sorry. I have an issue with posh crisps. Let me taste it. I'm, I'm ju judging a book before I eat it. You haven't had it yet? Well, that sounds like one of Chris. Don't judge a book, book before you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. I've never actually had these, but I have an immediate aversion to posh crisps. Let's see. These are fancy. Mm. That black peppercorn is quite special. Yep, it's got a little pop. It's know, got it's a got little, little pop. Do you know what? I hate it when people put, like, and they say the flavor is salt and pepper. I'm like, I wouldn't go to a restaurant and they would say, well, what's dinner? And like, mm, do you like salt and pepper? It's like, no, that's so standard. It's on steaks, though. That's all you want to put on a steak. Yeah. Don't true. fuck with beef, man. Do you know what? I get angry at kettle chips sometimes because I think they're too crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like but these crunchy. are quite nice. I would, don't think I'd buy them. Okay. But at a party. You get those I, little air bubble ones, you know? That is good. So a bunch of my hippie friends invented these. So my friend Carta, who lives on a 1957 minesweeper on the Thames, his mom and dad grew up in Oregon and they were roasting nuts and making oils, doing all the hippie stuff. And they just said all the crisps in, this, in America were crap. We Which they are, a lot of them. Lay's. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Lay's, and I hope they're not trying to sponsor this thing either. Oh, they are. Anyway, um, they started making these, and, and the, the, the hard problem they were having was storing them, because they would they would put them in the foil kind of bags, and they would leave them for a couple of days and come back and just be this oily mess. Yeah. And, and they told me I, I went over there to f film Rab when we won the BAFTA. Yeah. Carter looked after me. His mom and dad broke up after they made millions. Dad still does it. Mom now blows glass on an island off Vancouver. So she told me, you know, this we had all these problems. But one of the keys was. You need a really sharp blade to cut through the potatoes because if it's not sharp, you leave a little they, fragments, they get little pores, yeah, and they yeah, yeah. soak up the oil. So it's gonna be a really clean cut, yeah, and that's how they get that really good crisp, yeah. Mm. And so they worked on it. And the reason they they shot here really well, small island, 
they don't travel very well back mm. in the early days. So right, they had yeah. the Pacific Northwest rocking, and then they, they came to England. And that's why they blew up here, like, you know, really quickly, almost before they really blew up in America. They were kind of like a localized crisp yeah, yeah. In, in the I mean, in my area. head, I just think kettle chips are English. Yeah, yeah I presume yeah. they were too. No, it's a bunch of hippies in Portland. Wow. Or Bend. Do you know what? Looking on the inside of the foil bag, there is more grease on the inside of the bag than you would get, say, with a Walker's Crisp. No way. Come on, look at that. No. That's McCoy's. I mean, that's not grease. That's, oh, that's, that's sweat and, <laughs> and monkey compare. dung. <laughs> monkey dung. I know you guys are... I'm not going to disparage the company. Averse to um, Posh Chris, but apart from it being a bit cr crunchy, which I thought was a good pre-wrap. No, it is. It is. I just... No. I guess walkers are kind of like flimsy with their crunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they break down real easy. You yeah. can shovel walkers. But they, you get sick sometimes if you do too much shoveling. Yeah, like yeah These you just do one at a time and you uh, enjoy the flavor. That's true. You suck it in like a pickle. You, you just have a couple. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a restrained crisp. It's a re yeah. Do you know what? If 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 I had if I had a bag of uh, plain or the lightly salted all these kettle chips in my house, I wouldn't throw them away. I'm not a psychopath. Yeah. But I wouldn't open them until I had some hummus. Christian, I wasn't please, please introduce. <laughs> I'm American and I love tortilla chips. Boom. Um, because they're great with pico de gallo and guacamole and hummus. They're yeah. great dipping crisp. They're the king of dips. Chips. They're the king. If you want to feel posh, I go blue corn. They have a great flavor, but just the, I don't want flavored ones. My kids all want the cool ranch, but then I feel yeah. like I'm being MSG to death. Mm. But just give me a lightly salted tortilla chip. This one I hear you got. It's from the co-op. Other tortilla chips are available from other supermarkets. But so co-op are best. Well, they're okay, but they, they turned my local pub into a co-op. Oh, no. And I, I, I fought it. I basically yeah, yeah. fought the co-op for a good year. What pub is that? It was the, the ship in, it was like a 17th century pub in my local village in Cookfield, West Sussex, where I used to live. They came in, with, someone else came in to buy, turned into a family pub. And then we found out last second they were going to, turn into a co-op oh, no. and it was right next to a, a, the village mom and pop store you know that yeah. the two ladies lived yeah. at and they sold local produce so i went on you know bbc sussex and i made the front cover of the mid sussex times so my my first protest they already we already had a co-op in the heart of the village they wanted to move it to where i live into a pub so on remembrance day we had a lot of people in the village you know going to the church we took all those people we went to the local pub bought pints and we turned the co-op into a pub. Yeah, <laughs> We did a drinking. That is glorious. <laughs> nice one. Thanks, man. Didn't work though, did Didn't it? Didn't work, no. <laughs> so, I love tortilla chips, yeah. but I love them with a the dip. Mm. I mean, that is that is their natural home. That is what yeah. they're, it's sort of what they're for. They, do you eat these plain? I do eat these plain, but I prefer them with like a homemade pico de gallo or even yeah. like the cheap salsas you buy, yeah, like yeah. The, the Doritos home brand one. I like Doritos it salsa. It works, man. It works. Yeah. The old El Paso salsas, yeah, yeah. they're fine. I prefer to make it. Yeah. Although I went to Bredo's Tacos today, and man, they had like like four different salsas. They do one where they put all the ingredients in the salsas right in the coals. I call it like a salsa negra, like a, a, like a dirty salsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you cook them right in the coals, and they made some of those, and they did a tomotillo salsa using tomotillos, yeah. and they had them all. And I was there with the owner, so that was good. What's this place? Uh, Bretto's on Kingley Street. They got one over in... What's Kingley? Kingley's... Um... Clark and Well... Um, 
in Soho, right? Right off. Oh yeah. Oh off, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carnaby Street. Yeah. yeah. The next one over. Yeah. So they just opened up a new place. Killer Tacos. They had a fried chicken taco too, like oh. almost like a KFC taco. That was killer. That was amazing. Baja taco, really good. Pulled lamb shoulder. That was super good. All with different salsas. Yeah. And they hand make the best tortillas you've ever had. Because that's how this was invented. It was basically the tortilla chip is day old or yeah. two day old tortillas. And you know, when it goes a bit stale, they would just deep fry them. And so they I kept them going. Nice. Yeah. And they do the best ones. Yeah. I like, um, which I never thought I would, the Doritos Hint of Lime. Ooh, mother. I like the Hint of Lime. Really? That's so sophisticated. That, I, I disagree. I, I don't really. like that I do, but I do. I like them. I like them. Yeah. Also, what is cool original flavor? What is that? Ranch. Mm. Is it ranch? It's ranch. We, ah. You guys call because you, you guys don't do ranch over yeah, here. Yeah, so that's we like a buttermilk kind of. Yeah. Uh, cool ranch. Thousand Island dressing kind of. What is it? Magic Ranch? Thousand Island, isn't that more what like. We made it one Thousand Island. No, but. Ranch that's is ketchup. Is, is it like a, isn't it? That's yeah. burger sauce. It's yeah, Thousand yeah, Island. Yeah. With gherkins. Mm. What's its flavour though? Garlic paste, mayonnaise, sour cream, parsley, dill, chives, Worcester sauce, black pepper, vinegar, paprika, cayenne, and hot sauce. Oh, oh, uh, it sounds good. Mommy, man. Worcester sauce has got a yeah. mommy. Yeah. No. And if Do you're you using know? Frank's Red Hot as well, in there, that's oh, nice. Man. Good call. Do you know um, how umami really kind of, one of the oldest versions of umami, that's like the flavor that all chefs want to get. You know, it's got mm. a bit of Intense everything. Intense savoriness. And, and a bit of, it's got everything in there. One of the kings in France, I forget which century this was, imposed a salt tax. You know, they always want to tax and they get money. So chefs started flavoring their meat with different things. So they started rubbing lamb with anchovies, and that's how they started seeing anchovies put yes. into the lambskin, because they're just avoiding the, the salt tax. And of course, anchovies are, are famous for giving you that umami flavor, yeah, yeah. and there's uh, anchovies in Worcester sauce. Mm. Yeah, but then there's Henderson's relish, right? Henderson's yeah. do that, and that's good, good as well. I don't think there's anchovies Wasn't in Wasn't Worcester sauce found by mistake? Really? Think, yeah, so they were, they were packing and salting anchovies in uh, drums, in like barrels, as they used to. And uh, I think a shit, I can't remember the exact story, but anyway, some guy, took over a ship or took over a building and they found all these barreled anchovies and a liquor had formed at the bottom and he tried it and that was Worcester sauce. But a lot of vegetarians and a lot of vegans, I think not so much vegans, but a lot of vegetarians will have, uh, have Worcester sauce and stuff. I mean, they don't know that it's basically just dead fish jizz. <laughs> it is, it's just... Why is Isn't that what's in a wine gum is wolf jizz? Wolf jizz? <laughs> In a wine gum. That's what I heard. It's like some kind of coyote or wolf or some kind of jizz is in a wine gum. That's why I don't eat wine gums. Because I heard that. I thought it was hooves. I thought it was hooves. Wolf hooves. I think wolves have hooves. Is that the gelatin you get from the wolf Well, like a Percy pig. The main ingredient in Percy pig is pig. There's pig in that? Pork gelatin. It's the number one ingredient. I bet you it's pig jizz. I think it's pig jizz. Hope this my is mom a jizz, <laughs> jizz-heavy episode, isn't it? It's very jizzy. Sorry about talk. that. <laughs> so, Tom, where do you stand on the, to uh, on the tortilla? I mean, it's an undeniable pairing crisp for me. It all depends on whether or not we're going to allow you a dip, Christian. Oh. And guess what? Oh, my God. This is your lucky day. You're I, allowed a dip. I get a dip. You, you get, get a dip. one dip. The ladies pit, the women fight for my delights. I'm the grandmaster of the three MCs. I shock the house and the young ladies when I come inside and to the front, I do the freak and I do the bump. You really got me a dip? No, we haven't got it here. But no. you, get a, <laughs> you get a dip upon our island. Okay, cool. It's like your luxury item. Do so, I get it forever? Yeah. Forever. 
Endless. You get all three crisps forever. And pico de gallo. Pico de gallo. Now tell us, what is a pico de gallo? Pico de gallo is chopped tomatoes. Plum work really well, but you know, seasonal tomatoes. Chopped red onion, coriander, and lime juice. Simple. And then you can also put maybe some chili. So that's like a really basic, basic salsa. It's that pico de gallo is salsa. Yeah. Same thing, but they call it pico de gallo. And it's like you have salt and pepper on your table every time you go to eat. Uh, you know, you go to South America, there'll be pico de gallo there. Yeah. I grew up in Iowa, my, my parents, we had corn every single night on the table, because corn country. Yeah. And then what was the snack at night? Popcorn. <laughs> so you said what, like sweet corn? It was sweet corn, yeah. uh, we would have sweet corn there. My dad, he lived in, he grew up in, Mar- I mean, after he joined the, the Navy, he was picking up astronauts when they were like um, orbiting the Earth. Oh my God, And they wow. would splash down. Gemini 11, my dad was officer on deck calling the shots. No. He, the Silver Queen is our famous corn over there. So, you know, I, I'm kind of like a corn guy. That's, why I, like the, that's why I like the blue You're corn. You're a corner, sir. A corn, man. <laughs> you I good. like how you do, you, you should do podcasts. Have you ever tried green, <laughs> you ever tried green giant? Well, I'm just putting that out there. It's a very delicious corn. Hang on, what's that in the distance? Oh, I don't have to do noise. Do no, we can put, put them in the post. <laughs> Bless you, that's right. What is it? What is it upon us? Oh. It's, oh God, it's, the, it's white lightning. Oh, it's Stephen Siegel. Stephen! Stephen Siegel, what's he got for us? Oh. So Christian, oh, now you've, you've given us your three. Bye Stephen. Bye Stephen, You've got Bye. a seagull that brings you crisps. Yeah. Whatever mine are shit, my choices are shit. Well, he brings us abroad crisps. Bow and crisps. Bow and crisps, abroad crisps. Crisps you don't normally see. Oh. In London. And right. um, so we're gonna give you the opportunity to sample the abroad crisp. And if you, if you choose, you can swap it in for one of yours. No one yet has. Oh, So no. what have we got this, is this week? Is this a Polish crisp or something? Oh, I don't know. These are made by Lorenz Snack World, which rings a bell, and they're paprika flavor. Okay, can I say that we have a couple uh, kind of worldly supermarkets where I live. There's one called Istanbul, there's one called PFC, and they got the best ingredients for cooking. Yeah. Like all the stuff you can't find, you know, Turkish, Persian, you know, Caribbean, you, they've got it. My kids love going there because everything's foreign. And they just want to try different drinks from different countries and different crisps from different countries. So we love trying mystery crisps. Abroad crisps. Well, a- here abroad, we are. What do you guys call them? A- well, Tom calls them foreign crisps. I call them abroad crisps. Abroad crisps. Yeah, we just call them. Because like know, when you're abroad, you, you buy them. You're like, well, oh, these are right. So I've opened those so these, badly. These, they, dude, my mom would be spanking you right You'd be now. mother. <laughs> for how bad All right, let's get there. into these. Are these paprika? I've got relatively high hopes for these. They're a bit like deconstructed McCoys. It's like someone's taking Ridge by apart. Ridge. Yeah, ridge yeah. by Ridge. Deconstructed McCoys. That was very Nigella Lawson of you. Yeah. Mm. I did one of her deconstructed uh, cheesecakes once. <laughs> Just a mess. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to reconstruct it. Oh. They have a similar right. crunch to a McCoy. They're a bit more oily. But they're not particularly, so, there's, there isn't a huge salt hit. But there's a good paprika hit. Yeah. Yes, yeah, decent. These are the best foreign crisps we've had so far, in they my are. opinion. Dude, um, they're a bit fiddly. Oh, really fiddly. I don't like fiddly. Yeah, I like fiddly. The problem is you're going to drop them on your couch, if it's a couch on my desert island desk, and then you're yeah. going to get ants. And yeah. this is the main culprit, these little sticky things. You get them in Portugal a lot, these kind of sticks. Yeah, yeah. So you got to watch out for the ants. I don't think these are crisps that you eat with your hand. I think these are pourers. They're drinkers. You, dr- yeah. you cut the bag, you and or you, you put them on your hot dog. Uh, <coughs> you see food stalls. Oh my god! I've just realised. I've just realised. There's a burger place near a burger van near me, and it's in Crystal Palace called the. I keep forgetting the name. I've seen it. Yeah, and it's really good. Mm. Uh, I will. I will say their name or put a link on it when we, this episode goes out. And they do a South American burger, 
and it's like a massive, really lovely patty, really, really juicy. Uh, cheese, chimichurri, Ooh. pickled onions, mm. and mm. then they stick all these straw fries on top yep. in the British bun, and it's delicious. Texture-wise, it's so good. Ooh. Really I mean, works. When, it's funny, the first time I ever had a hula hoop was in 19... 19- 94 and I went to Ilford. I just finished my very first snowboard film called Blindside and um, One of the bands on there was called Swerve Driver. Oh, yeah, and I loved Swerve Driver. Aren't they back? Well, you, Adam still they, they kind of been doing they've some got, got, together. I think they've really is it, they've done a new album. Yeah, and it's stuff. Supposed to be really good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I love all that shoegaze stuff. Yeah, yeah um, By the way, it was Marianne Hobbs who coined the phrase shoegaze my neighbor when I was living in Kennish Town Really? Love Marianne Hobbs. Oh, yeah. She go over for Sean Keaveney last week. Love her. Yeah, she was the godfather of uh, dubstep, wasn't she? Anyway. Was she? We, yeah, yeah. She godmother of dubstep. She kind of, you know, brought that scene into the world. And okay. then, it, then it weirdly died off. Um, the, the underlay to the cultural carpet. I have no idea what I was talking about. Uh, Everyone's going for those. Everyone's really going for I, I still, I still want Tom to refill my hand a little bit. Okay. So, Christian, are they in with the shout? Man. The paprika pomsticks? Who do I replace them with? Well, this is for you to consider. I can't lose this, the McCoys. You don't have to. You don't have to yeah. replace. I mean, well, I don't know how that's going to, I don't know how these are going to work with a pico de gallo dip. No, uh, so uh, the true. thing is, you've given me a dip for life on yeah. the island, so I'm going to have to keep my tortilla chips. Yeah, so yeah, I can yeah. Pico de gallo. Plus, think of the nutrients I'm getting off of tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Tomatoes got lysine, that just cleans out your willy. That's Does what, it? Yeah, yeah, that's oh, what, really? man, the Italians, man, they live a good long life. All those damn tomatoes. Really clean out, penis. Women, cranberry juice, cleaning yep. out that thing. We, tomatoes. Is it really? Yeah. I love tomatoes. Yeah, they clean out your dick. Anyway, um, but there's paprika, you know, that's a that's a good flavor. So I might swap these in for my posh crisps. Oh my big, god, but you know the things. But you know the people who started that. Yeah, but I can always call them. Maybe they can bring some in in a helicopter or something. Yeah, the rules are pretty lax. Instead of doing send nudes, I'll say send kettle chip black belt (laughs) (laughs) or SOS, which I should be saying. So you're actually going to swap out for the pom sticks? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna go with the the what do you call them again? Pom sticks. Palm sticks. That's a, that's big, yeah, big thing. I'm getting rid of, and I thought I would never get rid of kettle chips because they are my favorite. But um, I, I felt you know I'm living on an island. I don't want to be all posh. You know, no. I, I want I want to talk to a basketball with a with yeah, a, some yeah. coconut hair on it. And uh, palm sticks <laughs> could be like it's you could have a lot of fun with them. I don't know. It's that it's we could play kaplunk. You could play kaplunk with. You could then <laughs> play kaplunk. Oh, that's the thing with the, with well, the yeah. Things. We could we could we could play per kerplunk. With you could build stuff out of it, yeah. Because last week our um, <laughs> our foreign crisps were these terrifying pizza ball things. Oh, they were awful. If we'd have if, if um, Ed had kept them, we could have had a serious game of kerplunk. We could have done. Oh uh, well, maybe we should consider this for future episodes. We should try and lure people into choosing the foreign crisp because if it's game type quality they're what it could do to the island yeah yeah nice. i would i would have gone with cheetos because okay. i like the way they turn your fingers orange yeah. and then i like licking my fingers afterwards mm, they get that big cake of orange mm. and then um bugles remember bugles yes they're new they're out here now they're new that we did we've not had them before they've been very strong on the continent for some time have yeah. they but they're so good because you have like little hats on your fingers and you yeah. eat your fingers hats that's yeah that's the nice. one that's what for me monster munch always was as a kid Ooh. No, for me yeah, it was Monster yeah. Munch. I'd stick the Monster Munch on like that and then eat, eat the, the things of the Monster Munch. Off, yeah. And then I've got little 
Monster Munch rings. I liked onion rings. Golden Wonder had a really good onion. Oh, they're called not Funyuns. They called Funyuns. We have Funyuns, Funyuns in the states. I think they were the version. Of, they were. I don't think they were called Funyuns over here. Yeah, the, little, the little rings for your fingers you can eat. Yeah. It's all about eating, eating, like. eating ornamental stuff on your fingers. Oh, <laughs> it's like a small hat or, or a Funyun. What's a Funyun? F-U-N-Y-O-N. No, type in Golden Wonder onion rings. They, they, they taste like air. Yeah, but they're really, really Moorish. They are. I love that word. Moorish. Yeah. Can't stop saying it. I didn't know the word Moorish <laughs> until I got over here. The other thing you get to take away with you on the island when you come and live with us you keep giving more and more, and I didn't give you guys anything. You brought you brought your force of personality. Yeah. And if you die, you're being charitable right now. <laughs> and if you die, you're meat. <laughs> okay. Because Christmas is going to get boring. Well, they reckon we taste like like a pig. That's why they call us long pigs. That's yeah. That's they bang out the name. Mm. We taste like pork. I'd eat human if I was stuck on an island. If one of us goes, well, actually, we kind of want you to stay alive because you'd be quite good at the cooking. There we go. Who are we going to eat? His leg. Let's eat Sam. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I'll lose a limb and I can live and we'll just... We'll or we just learn to fish and trap other animals and eat all the crisps we have with the big thing of pico de gallo I got sitting yes, there. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, it's starting to sound like a pie. With our new, with our new <laughs> pond sticks, we could create one of those <laughs> those traps. You know, you'd offer, mate. Like sticks. a lattice trap. Exactly. And then we, we could catch them with armadillos or <laughs> yeah. beetles. Deep fried ants. Yeah. So your last thing you get to take away is a drink. Now it can't be an alcoholic drink, I'm afraid. Okay. But you're allowed a pop, or or a juice, or a water, or whatever it is. But that is your drink for life. It comes as diet coke as standard. Yeah. If you, you, you can't can, decide, it's a diet coke. It's got diet coke as standard on the island. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you I'm, can I, change that. I'm not drinking diet coke. Good. Just to say, there is a fresh water source already on the island. So I'm allowed to have water because I think that's. Already, the, so yeah. I'm just thinking of you know. Sustaining life. Yeah. You know, well, um, and any kind of medicine that may mean you, you die if you don't have. Okay, wow. We got a mask. I'm going to go with the black water of capitalism. The black doctor is going to be a, a nice ice cold can of Coca Cola. Yeah. Mm. I love it, man. Mm. Mm. So it good. goes really good with the pizza that I can't have. It's going to go really <laughs> good with these foreign yeah, uh, paprika sticks. And the McCoys and a can of Coke, man. Yeah. That's all I need I for breakfast. It doesn't coat my <laughs> teeth a bit stick, like squeaky. Who cares, man? Oh, yeah. uh, who am I trying to hook up with? Is there anybody else on yeah. there other than me? No. There's, a, just, yeah, there's, there's a couple there's of people. Is there any oh, girls? Look, oh, look, there yeah, there's a girl. Oh. Actually, do you know what? Let's be honest. Teeth. After sort of six months or so, we're all fucking, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. It's prison for freshness, the seal. She's got a blowhole. You Do they have blowholes? Touch her. <laughs> Your seals have blowholes. Have you ever seen. Uh, they got mouths. The How do they breathe? Family guy, when Chris asks his dad, they're at sea. Well, Dad, you know, as Peter Griffin, what's a whale's blowhole for? And Peter Griffin goes, "Well, son, I can tell you what it's not for, and that's why we can never go back to sea." <laughs> you can't it's beat it. It's my favorite Family Guy line. Can't beat it. They are glorious. So they're very muscular. The blowhole. <laughs> it has Good to get, times, man. You, know, you think about it. It has to be. It has to be able to snap so tight that it can stop air getting through, <laughs> and also it has to be so strong that it can thrust water. Into the air. Yeah, you're. you're I'm you're, thinking about it now. I'm pitching the tent. I got a chub, yeah. man. I think, I, I think I want to ride a dolphin lengthways. Woo! <laughs> dolphin sex. Isn't it that dolphins are the only mammal that have sex for pleasure? Yeah. Yeah. I house. think they masturbate as well. I think I made that up. How I'm not do they sure. Do that? I don't know. They don't. They, they I'm might. pretty sure there's quite a few chimps that have sex for pleasure. 
I don't know. I've heard that it's just we, we the dolphins. We have sex for pleasure. We have yeah, just us and dolphins. Is it really? Have a little googs. That's see what happens. There are some animals. Are there any animals masturbate? Do you know that butterflies taste with their feet? <laughs> that's do. big. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I was at Jimmy. You know Jimmy. That that's why they won't land Jimmy on me. Jimmy Oliver's buddy. Yeah. The, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy's he, farm guy. He's, he's he's a doctor of entomology. Whoa. Is that where words come from? That's, that's entomology. In, 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 insects. <laughs> Is he? He's an insect. He's got. A, he's got. A, he, he's smart, man. He's he's a qualified zoologist, and he's a doctor of entomology, and he's always throwing crazy random insect facts at you. He told me a really crazy story. We're out in Verbier snowboarding. And um, we were drinking one night, and hope Jimmy doesn't mind me telling this story. He said to me, I got this idea where I want to do an experiment with small people. So, very, <laughs> so he wants to take... Doesn't sound like it's contentious at all. A small... Uh, you know, he's yeah. having a bit of fun here. So he wants to raise all these tiny, small people babies. And then he, he needs to find... He said, we need a good island. So far, he's like Hitler. I mean, this, is, uh, this sounds like... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So he wants to. He basically wants to wipe out the Isle of Wight. Just yeah. get rid of it. Decimate it. Start from scratch. And yeah, yeah. Just introduce all these tiny, um, you know, little children, small children, small people, children. And he's really good at crossbreeding. So he crossbreeds, you know, cows. So he can make mini Dexter cows. You know, you've already got the mini Shetland ponies. You know, you can make everything. You can crossbreed everything to be really small. small. <gasps> I see where he's got. So he basically gives all, the only thing he can't really control are the albatross, you know, but maybe they can stay off the island and, you know, kind of takes them off. And I, I'm listening, this is a really good idea, even though it's a bit weird. He goes, we're going to let them, you know, go for about 20 years, you know, and, and grow up and everything's relative, everything's small, just proportionate. Yeah. Apart from the albatrosses and seagulls, you know, they can be like quite. Dragons. Exactly. You know, a good dragon. And, and I'm thinking, okay, all right, I see where you're going. So you and me, Christian, in 20 years, we're going to go over there on a, on a Viking ship. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just thinking to myself, man, we're going to surprise them. We're going to be giants. And he's like, we're going to go over there, you and me, we're going to kill them all. <laughs> I'm sitting there with my drink, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Really I don't see why he would mind that story at all. I think because they might have a lot of them. We might need about nine more people and some pit bulls, you know. But it, maybe nine of us can go and kill them all. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Oh. We're just gonna kill them all. So it was that's his experiment. I like it. Oh, I it's mean, a bit you, you went from the insect thing. I was like, where, where is insects? Because I thought you were gonna say that he's gonna find the smallest small person and the other smallest small person, and then to keep interbreeding small people until they got smaller and smaller and smaller until they're the size of insects, and then he could use them <laughs> until they could until he could use them for his insect experiments. But no, he's just talking about genocide <laughs> of, of a previously non-existent. We could race. Make, yeah. make honey, honey, I shrunk the kids too. At last, you Rick, could. Rick Moranis, man, one of my favorite he's actors. He did my very favorite film of all time, Strange Brew, which no know. one knows. No, no, well, no, seen it. Never seen it. It's about. I think it's eighty-five. It came out. I think when I went to the cinema to see it, there was two other people in the cinema. It, oh, it I bombed. love a solo cinema. Bob Thomas, yeah. who was in Stripes, he was part of that kind of SNL of Canada. He did this whole, the whole movie is about two dudes who love beer trying to get free beer. So they, they got an empty bottle of Elsinore beer and they put a mouse in it and they're just trying to go to the brewery to get free beer. And it's a phenomenal movie. The dog ends up saving the day, he drinks the beer, ends up flying, puts on a cape. Bob and Doug McKenzie. Uh, so anyway, if you want to look for a really crazy film about how we get on to Strange Brew, Rick Moranis, How they Train the Kids. There was a sequel, which was How I Blew Up there. the Kids, yes. which is where the kid went big, yeah, which wasn't very good. No, 
He stopped it, after that, didn't he? He stopped. I think his, to his, raise wife, his, kids. his wife died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So he just quit. And he's just raising his kids. Fair play. Yeah. I read an interview and he's just like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. I, don't need, I don't need to be an actor. Maybe. Oh, money. Yeah, I'm Rick Moranis. So I'm yeah. totally fine. Ghostbusters, damn you. Yeah. yeah. He was brilliant. I'm, uh, I'm probably going to be... You know, Jade Adams, who we had on, I'm going to be singing Suddenly Seymour uh, at her night, a musical. If I can get off the island, of course. Can, can you yeah. sing? <clears throat> yeah. Suddenly Seymour, suddenly Seymour, standing beside me, standing beside me. He don't give me orders, orders. Don't count down to Good. I'm got the end bit. I'm got the end bit worked down. That was really good, Sam. That's a banger. That is a banger. Yeah. Why not? Can you learn some other songs? No, that's just, all he's got. Just this one, <laughs> just this one until the Christmas kill us. <laughs> Three lines of suddenly seen. <laughs> no one can fucking Google the rest of the words. I'm the only one who knows the song really, so I'm the authority on it, and I'm excited. I get a bit crazy, start to insist that it's, and then make you all learn that. Like so, but it's really impossible to learn. I get really angry when you get it wrong. Like, go on, go do it now. Do it now. Do 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 what? <laughs> What the fuck are you doing? That's wrong. I flounce off into the sea. You have to come and rescue me. This is every day. Oh wow! We're gonna have a great time. You, you, you're already creating drama. We have oh yeah. <laughs> In case we get bored. Yeah. This is how you no, entertain ourselves. Build a fucking fire and cook a leg. God damn it! Drop it off, man. Whose leg? Your book, Fire Food, is out in April. April nineteenth. Uh, it's all about cooking. Um, food over fire. Uh, charcoal, uh, wood, making fresh charcoal. There's. There's a lost flavor, I think, in cooking right now. And we've been cooking on gas and electricity for over 100 years. But before that, everything was, was, was barbecue. And when I say barbecue, I'm not talking about the grill. Yeah. The food is called barbecue. That's what we call it in America. Barbecue is food. And if it wasn't for barbecue, we would not have evolved as mankind. Like, you wouldn't be able to run that computer. Because we were, we were spending four to five hours a day before we discovered fire chewing masticating, trying to get the nutrients out of the food, drawing nutrients. Once there was fire, that came down to an hour. And then then we got McDonald's and Pret-a-Manger and that's down to 20 minutes a day. You know, I, can do, chewing. I can do two burgers in 10 minutes. There it's we not, go. It's not an issue. McDonald's burgers. I can, do, I, like, like a I can do one, can do one yeah. at a time. Yeah. That'd be like a, like a crisp. Yeah. Um, there we go. Um. So it's thanks to fire that we can you can do that. Oh, yeah. And you can have an iPhone. Thank I you. I still don't see the iPhone connection. Because we evolved. It'd be weird if we had iPhones. We evolved. We did. Yeah, okay, to make okay. iPhones yeah. from cooking barbecue. Sorry, I thought you were just positing a world where maybe we've all got iPhones, but no one's found fire yet. No, I'm just trying so to tell you. So they're all cold, sorry. naked, chewing food. <laughs> I was just talking about evolution of mankind. And Mate, it was it's all, all in here, and I want to, I want to make or eat that thing with all the meatballs in the sandwich oh with the cheese on. There's cheese in the in the meatballs, and uh, there's cheese on top with a uh, marinara sauce or like uh, a tomato-based sauce yeah. on top. I like to call it marinara sauce. Thanks, it's very American of you. It's okay. I'm Thanks just for trying, hanging out. Just trying with to make me. you feel at home. Have you been to America? I have. And what's your favorite? Where's your favorite place to go to America? I love San Francisco. Great city. I love San Diego. Great city. I love good fish there. tacos. Yeah. How about you, hippie? I just got back from Miami. Oh, and what would you think? It's it's great if you're rich. Sure. So yeah. it wasn't so good for me. Oh, yeah. what'd you do? Crazy expensive. Yeah. Well, we were staying. Eating McDonald's. My, um, <laughs> do you know, I avoided the McDonald's. Went to Havana for a few days as well. Okay. That's a that's a town. I bet. That's fun, man. But Miami's great. Like, it's just full of rich people. 
Yeah. Yeah, I went there years and years ago in 2001, and I remember being on this rooftop bar, and we we stu- we studied out there, and then someone had taken us down to Miami for a bit, and they were selling those those little plastic cups, tiny little plastic, like really, really, really. Like no texture to them at all. Like if you squeeze them, all the drink goes everywhere. Mm. So it bumps you, you're fucked. And there was vodka tonics doing not vodka tonics, and it was like they were ten dollars. Yeah. I was like, I can have one drink here, mm-hmm. and everyone looked amazing. Yeah. And I just felt mm-hmm. shit. Well, where we were staying, actually, we were near a place called <laughs> Winwood, which is like the cool bit. Stevie Winwood. Yeah. But in between you were in the hipster part of uh, Miami. Well, we we were right on the bay, and then Winwood's just inshore a bit. And between where we were staying and Wynwood, there was this fish market. We wanted to get some fish, we wanted to get some beautiful shrimp. We thought we'd run there, and we were running, and we ran. You don't run anywhere in America. Well, they don't, but like... You went, well, you're English, so you went, well, yeah. you know, I'm gonna walk or run. Yeah. You ran? We ran to this fish market and decided to get an Uber back because uh, <laughs> we ran the wrong way. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We ate some serious shrimp out there. In fact, we went to this amazing Mexican place, a little taco place and their hot sauce was the greatest hot sauce oh, really? I've ever had. And I said to the man, I was going, you've got to sell me some. So he, he made me up a little pot, charged me $11. <laughs> $11? <laughs> yeah, so fuck you! But it was, I've still got it now. It's cool. beautiful, so good. We could have brought it today and we could have put that yeah. on the tortilla chips. But we're on a desert island. Yeah, oh, and yeah. none of that happened. Tom, yeah. you're having one of your fever dreams about <laughs> oh, Miami again. Oh. You haven't just come back from Miami. <laughs> yeah. You haven't got a book coming out. And if you <laughs> have, <laughs> you're not going to island for 10 years, <laughs> man. The royalties are going to the kids, Christian. They're like, none of this is good anymore. Sorry. You've got to stop reminiscing like this. Anyway, yeah. Christian you just made me long for the East Coast. Yeah. Any, well, the East Coast is over there now because we've got a little island. Yeah. You can build your own East Coast. You can have a little New York, a little. So I can have the East Coast of the island? Yeah, all right. It's Thanks. yours. Thanks, have it. guys. Thank you so much for doing Thanks the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Love you, man. Thank you're you, all right. Christian. I don't care God what your sound you. technician dude said about you guys. You're all <laughs> in my book. Just kidding. Don't hit me. Thank you, DJ Barbecue, And thank you so much for listening to Desert Island Crisps. Please find us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Desert Crisps. Special thank you, as always, to producer Adam Loveday-Brown, editor Mikey Loveday, Ollie Kilby for the art and Phil Surtees for the music. Catch you next time. We'll be here. Always. <laughs>